Hey, greetings everyone and welcome to Plan B Success Podcast, Episode 13. You know, I'm really excited about today's episode because it's our first guest interview that we are doing on Plan B Success. Who we have today is John Lee Dumas, who's the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, which is an award-winning podcast which has been running consistently for the last five and a half years, where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs Now, John has been doing this, as I said, for five and a half years. He's probably around 2,000, 2,200 plus episodes that he has done, and he has never missed a day with his interviews. Other than that, there are several courses that he provides. One is called Podcaster's Paradise, and there are several other things that he does for his Fire Nation. So with no further ado, let's bring John on and get started with our interview. Hey, John. Hey, I'm really excited to have you as my first guest. Welcome aboard. It's an honor. Looking forward to it. Let me introduce you quickly. So John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneurs on Fire, has been doing this for about five and a half years, has been very successful at it, is very transparent, always willing to help. And thank you so much for that, John. You're most welcome. Thanks for having me on as a guest. Since my show is more around people pivoting and then talking about their success, I'm going to shed a little bit of light on some of the low points, and then I'd like to get on some of the high points. So one of my first questions is, what's that point or incident that made you shift gears? You know, I know you've been with the army, then you did a private corporate job, then you left it, and then you got to where you are. So what prompted you? You know, the low point, honestly, was sitting in law school and realizing that I had just committed the next 45 to 50 years of my life going down a path that I already knew was the wrong path. And just looking around and knowing that a decent amount of people in the room felt the same way as me, but we were trapped. And that was a low point. And it really took me a lot of days and weeks and even a couple months to, to work through that and realized that, you know what, even though I'd made the wrong decision, even though I'd made a mistake in going to law school, and it wasn't a death sentence, and I had the power to change. And it wasn't going to be easy, and it wasn't going to be fun, but I could do it. And I did. And it wasn't easy, it wasn't fun, but it was definitely the right decision. So when you were actually building your business the first year, year and a half, did you ever have Second thoughts, what kept you prodding along? You know, what kept me going was just knowing that there was more. Reading the right books, listening to audiobooks, educating myself, knowing that there was the exact future out there that I wanted. It was just a matter of me learning the tools, educating myself, finding the right path, finding the right mentor, surrounding myself with the right people. And none of that's going to happen overnight. That takes time finding the right books, finding the right people to to mentor you, to educate you, to take the time to share their thoughts, their stories, their experiences. So just, you know, patience needs to be employed. Like you need to employ patience on this journey and just be taking one step at a, one step forward at a time. So obviously you've been very successful and I'm sure you've come across a lot of people, a lot of connections you've made over the years as a result of what you're doing, which probably would not be possible if you didn't go down this direction. What would you call as your high point in the last journey of the last five and a half years? You know, I'd say my high point would probably be back in 2016 when Kate and I decided to move to Puerto Rico because we knew that we had a business that could move. We knew that we were location independent. 
we knew we had a business that it made sense to move because we were very financially successful and moving to Puerto Rico, you know, dropped our taxes from 51% to 4%. And we knew that was going to be a big game changer. But just kind of being able to say, you know what, we built a business that's strong, that is helping a lot of people, that's generating a lot of revenue, that's giving us lifestyle freedom, location freedom, financial freedom, and we can make this move to Puerto Rico and and feel very comfortable and confident with it. That was a high point. How did you get into what you got into? Did you consciously make a decision that you wanted to be in the business of helping people or running a podcast or how did that come about? It was conscious because I was listening to podcasts back in 2011 and I was seeing how helpful that these shows were for me. And I realized, man, I feel like there's a niche and a void that can be filled here. There's no daily podcast that's interviewing entrepreneurs, that's sharing this help, this guidance, this um, entertainment, edutainment, if you want to say. Um, It just wasn't out there. And I I felt like there was a void, there was a niche that needed to be filled. And that's when I said, I'm going to step into that. And so it was really as a result of me realizing that there was a way that I could help share other people's stories, other people's messages, other people's knowledge as they were moving forward in their journey with other listeners of my podcast, that uh, it was a very conscious decision. So you've done about 2,000 episodes so far. Is that 2,000 entrepreneurs you have interviewed? 2,241 entrepreneurs on fire. Awesome. Uh, Is there a particular geography? Do you generally do the U.S. or are you looking for people around the world? I've interviewed people around the world. You know, it does have to be English because that's my only language that I personally speak, mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately. But besides that, uh, I've interviewed people from almost every continent out there. So could you share uh, some of the things that you have done as a result of your success that you probably wouldn't have done if you stuck to maybe, maybe law school at this point? Well, I'm leaving in four days for a 90-day world trek. I'd say that's something that uh, I wouldn't be able to do if I didn't make this leap and become financially lifestyle and location independent. I've also just uh, locked in a 23-day riverboat cruise through the entire region of Europe, starting in Amsterdam, ending in Bucharest. So those are just a couple things that you know we've been able to do um, over the, the time that we've launched our business. I mean, every year now for the last five years, we've taken increasingly larger trips, you know, 14 days, four years ago, 40 days, three years ago, 65 days last year, and then now it's 90 days. When you're doing this, you know, when you're trying to juggle so many things as you're growing your business, obviously discipline plays a pretty important role in terms of how you manage yourself, how you manage your work, especially when you also want to be able to take the time off that you want to take off. How do you go about that? And is there a morning routine that you follow as well? Discipline's unbelievably important. And I really think people need to look at discipline as this. Be a disciple to a plan of action that you're going to execute on. And my morning routine is very consistent because for me, it's all about winning the day for myself first thing in the morning so that I can then spend the rest of my day winning the day for my audience, Fire Nation. So first thing when I wake up, I don't even think twice about it. I'm off on a three-mile walk. I'm outdoors. 
I'm breathing the air. I'm getting the nice vitamin D sun on my skin. I'm just enjoying that nice outdoor stroll here in Puerto Rico. When I get back, it's hydration. You know, I'm meditating. I'm journaling. I'm really spending a lot of self-care time during that process to make sure that I'm doing what I need to be energized, to be excited, to be enthusiastic, to tackle the day. So for me, the first 90 minutes of every single day is strictly focused on self-care. What are the next things, next next couple of big things that you're doing, let's say this year and next year? Really the only big thing on my plate that I'm not currently doing on a consistent basis is my book. I'm currently in talks for my first traditionally published book. I'm not 100% committed now at this stage to go with a traditional publisher. I may still self-publish at some point, but I'm entertaining the different publishers' options and opportunities and offers. But that's definitely going to be the uh, the big project for the next uh, three to six months. Awesome. And uh, from a, from the standpoint of where your business is and where you're taking it, do you have some some like a big hairy goal where you want to get to, you know, something that you look up to, something that keeps you motivated? Not right now. It's just a reality. I don't. Um, I love how my, where my business is. I'm really happy with my workload and with my playload and just the ability to take off for three months and travel the world. So right now, there's no big, hairy, audacious goal. I'm open to one if one ever ends up landing on my plate. But uh, for the time being, it's just more of the same. And have you seen any change in terms of you being in Puerto Rico and trying to run your business? Do you travel a lot to mainland? No, there's really not been much of a change. You know, Puerto Rico's a nice little island off the coast of um, Florida, and it affords us easy access to the East Coast, and we still travel a lot. We traveled a lot before. We travel a lot now. We just uh, get to keep a lot more of the money that we make now being in Puerto Rico. Awesome. So let me ask you something related to business. From a membership standpoint, I know you produce a lot of content and you put it out there and you're always growing your membership. What would be, if I were to ask you some tips in terms of growing your membership at an early point, at the same time where you are sustaining your membership, what would you suggest? So the biggest thing you need to do is say, listen, what am I going to do to create free, valuable and consistent content? Once you get that rhythm down, that you're creating free, valuable, and consistent content, very specific topic, you're going to grow an audience. And then when that audience is there, you can look at the audience and say, hey, what are you struggling with? And they're going to tell you their struggles, their pain points, their obstacles. And then you create the solution. Offer it in the form of a mastermind. Say, listen, you're telling me you're X, Y, and Z. I am going to be solutions to X, Y, and Z via this mastermind. This is how often we're going to meet. This is the accountability that you're going to uh, be under. These are the different members that are going to be in the community. This is what the price point. And that's the process of building a community. And then as far as keeping a community, once you've got it going, it's how are you continuously delivering value so that they recognize the fact that it's well worth their while to remain part of that community. So what are you doing on an ongoing basis, daily, weekly, monthly, to continue to provide additional dates, the latest tips, tools, and tactics to people that are in your community. You know, with so much happening, John, do you, I'm sure you do spend time on educating yourself on what's going on out there in Greatest. And, you know, it's an influx of information. Out. At the same time, it needs a lot of discipline to be producing what you're producing and then being picky and choosing what you're going to take in. How do you manage that? So I'm just very particular. I just know what my focus is. These are the levers that I can pull that are moving my business forward. 
my podcast, interviews on other shows, social media, my communities, and then I spend my time there. And then everything else is a pretty easy no. So I just focus on the things that I can and want to engage. And then the other things I just have to say no to because there's only so much time, energy, and bandwidth that anyone has. I've got a few few questions, John, and, and you know, just give me whatever comes into your head in terms sure. of answers. You know, what do you think you're most thankful for? My freedom. What are you most scared of? Losing my freedom. What are you most happy about? Having my freedom. <laughs> What do you look forward to? I look forward to continuing to just see how this world that we're in right now develops. What comes next? Like, what is the next thing? I mean, we're just really moving forward at such a, such a fast pace. It's just really exciting to see how quickly we're evolving and the different opportunities that are, that are coming up. Like, a lot of people are like, I missed this boat or I missed that boat. I'm like, but don't you understand? Like, the biggest are still to come. Like, they're just out there. So just patient. Keep your eyes open and get ready for it. Awesome. And what would you like your legacy to be? I'd like my legacy to be that John was a person who tried to just be successful, but he tried to be a person of value. And that's how I want to be remembered. Is someone gave free, valuable, and consistent advice, inspiration, motivation to others. Uh, my listeners are pretty similar, entrepreneurs and professionals as well. If there was one takeaway for them, what would it be, John? You know, I will go with the quote that I kind of used for my own just a couple of minutes ago, but it is an Albert Einstein quote that I think is the one takeaway, which is, try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And if you can really just remember that and embody that, the world's your oyster. Awesome. Thank you so much, John. It's, it's always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Take care. I hope you enjoyed that. If you like what you hear, please make sure you subscribe, leave a review and a comment, and make sure you spread the word so others may benefit as well. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.